you know, when, when we look at properties for people, you know, we still, it's not just about delivering that formula of a property. It certainly is looking at the um, area, the growth, the infrastructure that's around that, and also the demand for those sorts of properties as well. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. In this episode, I'm interviewing my occasional co-host, Joe Vidillo, about another high cash flow strategy. This episode is sponsored by our Wonder Women program. Now, Joe is my absolute favorite co-host, and today we're not talking renovating. Some people like new property, but even when buying new, we always like to build in a little booster so you're not just relying on the organic growth. Given that the property market's in a bit of a state of flux at present, I thought we would talk about a property type that tends not to fluctuate a whole lot, and yet there are still opportunities for great savings right now. I've been taking the opportunity during the lockdown to restructure our Wonder Women program to make it available to more women. This program is for women to harness their flair for creating beautiful homes to replace their income either now or in retirement. Now, you might ask why Wonder Women and not Wonder Men. Now, we definitely don't discriminate. However, most of our women are the driving force in their families And like me, many of them have fantastically supportive partners. Some women have had the rough end of the stick in a relationship breakdown, but most of our women are an untapped talent. Many are unaware of what they're capable of, which is very exciting. Lastly, and most importantly, we want more than just money. Now, don't get me wrong, we freaking love making money. But we want to do it in a way that honours our love for beautiful homes and brings others along with us on the journey. So Wonder Women is ordinary women doing extraordinary things, rising above their limitations, doing good, and most importantly, doing it together. It's a 30-something mum placing replacing her income from an inflexible job so she can stay at home with her babies. It's a 50-something grandma teaming up with her son, daughter or husband to create a six-figure profit that gives them all a huge lift. It's a 60-something woman who feels she's not well enough prepared for retirement, whether or not she has a partner, and is making an opportunity with her homemaking skills to replace or supplement her income. So if you want to be in the front of the line when we open the new Look Wonder Women, you can join the wait list at www.theschoolofrenovating.com forward slash Wonder Woman waitlist. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-W-O-M-E-N waitlist. Okay, so just one more thing before we get into this episode. I want to remind you that the information in this podcast is general in nature and should not be considered personal advice. There are significant risks with buying and renovating property. And before you take any action, you should seek personal advice from your own financial planner, accountant, buyer's agent, and or financier that relates to your specific circumstances. So you minimize your risk and you maximize your profit. Welcome everyone. So I'm here with Joe Badello from, did I pronounce that correctly? You always make me sound like a bottle of wine, but that's not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, no, it's certainly not a bad thing in our house. Um, Badillo. And then if you're in Spain, it might be Badillo. But, oh, yeah, Badillo. Oh, yeah, no, I can't manage that. So Joe Badillo of Advocate Property Services, who, along with her husband, Greg, do lots of things. They are property strategists and they are buyers agents. And Joe is also the owner of Property Women. But today what we're going to talk about is what opportunities that Joe can see in this climate because, you know, for those of us who are, can see, well, know that every cloud has a silver lining, there's, so what we're doing is foraging for the opportunities today. And so I thought who better to bring in than the queen of property opportunities uh, <laughs> to talk about, you know, what uh, someone who's wanting to progress their property journey, what they can be looking at now and where they are. So welcome. Thank you so much, Bernadette, and, and thank you for having me on your She Renovates podcast. You're very welcome. So I love having you on because I know, because we are very like-minded, which um, it just makes this very easy. It's like a conversation we'd have over a glass of wine. Yes, sounds good, which and might be what happens after this too. <laughs> yeah. But if I was going to say, if it wasn't so early, we would be having one right now. But yeah. anyhow, <laughs> I was talking to someone, just as a side, I was talking to someone in the supermarket yesterday. She is ahead of me and she had about half a dozen bottles of wine. She's an Audi, but, um, mm. backed up. And um, we, were, we were commenting on the fact that happy hour is getting earlier and earlier and how bad the lockdown is for drinking and she was saying she was in a, on a zoom meeting during the day at two o'clock and someone in that meeting was obviously ticking over really well and I thought whoa wow that's a slippery slope isn't it oh, yes <laughs> yeah okay sorry for that little red herring so what I want to ask you is if an investor comes to you, so I'm not specifically talking about renovators now, um, but an investor comes to you and wants to progress their property journey, what would you be saying to them? So, I mean, it is a very unique window of time in history. Like we're all living it, walking it on a global scale. And, um, you know, after we were initially put into that, you know, isolation and doors were shutting on, you know, cafes and restaurants and everything, I think I personally even went to a little bit of a two-week bubble of, you know, oh, wow, this is it. What's new? What's coming up? Where does this leave all of us? And humans are super resilient. So we're, we're getting a little bit used to the new momentum of life and we're coming out of that. And I do really feel that we're going to see business as usual, but business done differently. And now and that certainly is true for real estate. We can't go and physically inspect a property or you can, but there's a number of different um, protocol you need to meet. Um, you know, whereas I guess a lot of your listeners are the same as, as myself, where we'd go and have a little sneak, a sneaky peek at open homes. I'm in mean, a little bit of a hobby that those days are actually closed to us at the moment. You know, auctions, what the way we know them are closed to us at the moment. So if I was a, an investor was to come to me with um, a scenario where they were pre-approved and their role was, com you know, comfortable. So I was confident that they weren't going to put in jeopardy to move forward. I would suggest that they look at new builds and opportunities in that space. And certainly ones in areas with really strong growth um, and more to the point, um, really strong yield as well. So Perfect example would be a property that allowed allow them a six to seven percent yield 
So that gives them a lot of confidence if their their role did take a bit of a dip in terms of their cash flow. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. You're you're talking about dual key and duplex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, a lot of what we do is looking at the dual key and duplex stock. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar with the two terminology, and they do differ from state to state. So I do apologise if I'm, I'm sort of I'm confusing what the pool of what the pool is, but. A duplex is effectively two floor plans that mirror one another. So they're exactly the same. Four bedrooms and two bathrooms on one side, four bedrooms and two bathrooms on the other. There's a wall that divides the two. It's acoustically sound and it's got, you know, it's all fireproofed and everything. Now, if you bought a duplex, at some point down the track, you could get that starter titled and choose to sell one side or both sides off. You could sell one side off to free up some cash and you might want to keep the other side to keep that in your portfolio. The difference between that and a dual key uh, property is the dual key property might have three bedroom house on one side under the same roof and the other side's just one bedroom or two bedroom. It can be a four plus two, three plus one. There's very variations of it, but effectively from the front and when you're looking at it from a streetscape, it looks like a normal house. The giveaway is the double letterboxes. That would be the telling point. Yeah, that it's and the reason I think that that is a particularly good configuration even for a family home like you've got opportunities for helping to pay off the loan um by renting out or airbnb being the you know the smaller smaller side yeah sizes can move into the smaller and rent out the bigger part yeah yeah absolutely and it's so suitable to you know perhaps you, you are a downsizer and you want to still have half a house i mean you've got a private backyard a private entrance you park your car in your own private garage so you've got half a house and that's per- that suits people perfectly. And as you say, then rent, rent the other side out. And so if you were a young couple and this is your first family home, you know, that would be suitable to you. Um, in many cultures, people do want grandma and grandpa next door or maybe their son and their wife next door. You know, there's lots of different ways you can mix the, the formula up. But it's a really good solution to um, investors that want a really strong continuity of income because like in circumstances, as we're seeing now, where people have taken some cuts on hours, you've got what, perhaps one tenant's chugging along nicely and the other you might have to meet a little bit halfway for them to be able to keep the property as a rent, you know, ongoing for rental purposes. So it does, it does give a, it lends itself to a number of different formulas. Yeah, and I, I think if there's one thing that has become blatantly obvious in the last few weeks with the lockdown is how that we need to... Uh, what's the word, sort of recession-proof our strategies so that we, you know, when when things, who would ever dream that something like this could happen? Like, Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. And, uh, and all the scale that it has happened as well. Yeah, so um, risk management is even more important than it has ever been. And I think moving forward, we're going to have to think a little bit more creatively about how we can put a buffer between us and, you know, disaster. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And, um, you know, when when we look at properties for people, you know, we're still, it's not just about delivering that formula of a property. It certainly is looking at the um, area, the growth, the infrastructure that's around that, and also the demand for those sorts of properties as well. So that's really important. And, um, you know, we would look at various, like very small development lots and a lot of the good caliber developers and these are developers who plan for the future they might have um, a covenant in the area to say 
we'll sell you the land, you build on it, but within two years you must be fully landscaped so that they want to make sure they're, not, they're leaving a good legacy product when they move on from having sold off a development site. And good developers will limit what, what can be built in that. So with the dual-key properties, you might only get an allocation of three in a 30-lot development. So right. this is, you need to jump in and get, secure it soon because it's such a popular popular um, product but you you know you obviously want to make sure you're not in an area that was an oversupply yeah and so what sort of areas are you buying in um we do a lot of stuff predominantly in southeast queensland at the moment so in morton bay ipswich and logan as well and you know it's getting it's it's getting um the prices are moving but the prices for land are moving the prices of build obviously does incrementally creep up on us um, we've got to be mindful of circumstance as well, making sure that product and building products can come out of China still. And to that, I mean, there's opportunity now where developers have got stock they're holding, there's holding costs to them. So they're incentivizing as well. So that's another opportunity that, you know, you've, there is going to be the other side of all this scenario. And when we get to that other side, there's going to be a big demand for people wanting to get back back on their feet and get back to what they were planning to do at the beginning of the year. Um, this is a really good time for you to get in, secure a deal, and even have a look at what we can negotiate for a rebate because we secure the land for our client and then we introduce the builder. Mm. So it's a, a package deal that I put together. <laughs> and it's... Uh, completely different to the house and land packages that the wealth creation gurus yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah that's you know yeah so that's the good part about this and that's why I really like the way you operate because it really is custom and tailored to the, that specific person's needs and yeah. so there are also I know most people know this, but we should mention it anyhow, the stamp duty benefits for buying in this way. Yeah, that's right. And people sometimes, well, people aren't aware of some of the, the benefits. And that is you're buying the land and the land has to be a minimum lot size. So that's something that you've got to be watchful for if you are looking to make a purchase. It's got to have certain setbacks. It's got to have an allocation for so many cars off the street, et cetera. And that's the, that's the work we do for you, ensuring that it's in a, you know, in a flood-proof area, et cetera. But the land price is less than half the price of the build. And that's what you're paying stamp duty on. So you wind up saving an, an enormous amount of money, and I'm talking like, you know, it could be eleven to thirteen thousand dollars on your stamp duty costs. And what people aren't aware of, they bought the land, they're paying the stamp duty on that land value, and then those savings is what they use to hold um, and buffer and buffer, I guess, that build window where the property is actually being built. And I'm on hand to ensure that that's being managed properly. Um, we we assist with reviewing the contract making sure it's also full turnkey. And so that's something to be really mindful of when you're looking to do a new build. People get caught out because you go to the home worlds and everything and you go, oh, that house is fantastic. They'll tell you the base price. They won't tell you they spent half a million dollars on doing the bells and whistles in, the, in home world, you know, and you do get caught out. All of a sudden you're like, oh, what do you mean? It doesn't include curtains. But the builders that we, we partner with, they deliver a property, they, they hand the key to you and you're ready to go to get a tenant. You've got, you know, you've got the curtains, you've got the numbers in your letterbox, you've got the um, clothesline in the back. It's, it's completely done for you package. And is this something that a first-time buyer could buy? Yes, they could. Yeah, absolutely. We have, we've had a few first-time buyers look for this product as well. So for the, yeah, for the very reason is, um, as, as we're talking about, having... Having that sublet, obviously, you, if you're going to be meeting the government's 
I guess, requirements in terms of what they can and can't do. That's something you've got to be mindful of. You've certainly got to meet what those what the um, guidelines are set for receiving any benefits. But um, as providing that they're not making money off it, and then within six months, as far as I'm aware, it might might differ from different states. But within six months, you'd be able to sublet that other side of the property out. So we've had friends do it as well. So they've been like, you know, like just as a joint venture platonic relationship and they've jumped in on a property and, and been able to benefit that way. Yeah, that's great. Now, what sort of incentives are there right this very moment around? So I think you mentioned about the developers wanting to move it. Why do they, why don't they just hold on? Is it just the holding costs or what is it that they're, that's causing them to want to sell those things that land quickly? Yeah, look, it's, it's a, I guess, a different, differing um, scenarios, but ultimately they've got holding costs. Mm-hmm. You know, they've come in, they've got land, they've divided it up, they've dealt with the council, they've met all the requirements, they want to sell that block of land, and then they want to go and take the money they've made from that development and start on the next. So for, it's, there's no benefit to them than sitting around waiting, hoping that they make an extra $15,000, you know. So for that purpose, they're interested in moving along. They want to sell it for today's value and price because when they sell that at what we could buy it for this coming weekend, they're going to go and buy another larger development site for this weekend's price too, you know. So it's that whole buying and selling the same market. Other things that you can look for, you know, if you are going down that path of looking at new just be mindful that developers have got land tax obligations as well. So towards the end of the um, calendar year, there's always a little bit of opportunity there to try and get a bit of a deal going because they're like, well, I'm going to pay land tax on this or I can sell it at a discount. So, you know, that that's where we've been able to um, secure some good deals for our clients outside of circumstances as we are currently in at the moment. What else? What other examples have I got? For- and in Queensland, I found this out the hard way, land tax is calculated as of the 30th of june yeah oh yeah of course sorry yes i'm glad you highlighted that so it is <laughs> yes so it is, it, this is what you need to jump on and be aware of because you can leverage off other people's avoid wanting to avoid tax that you'll be, to your benefit as well so so yeah a lot of developers i mean they're not all big stockland developers some of them are small conglomerate of investors that have got together on like a 30 lot subdivision you know they've pulled money in you know they and, and you know these people have got heavy holding costs so they do want to move the stock along as well so yeah. that's what you want to leverage off as best you can and one thing that they developers also do is if they've sold say 10 properties in a row for a certain price point let's just say that um, the land is 300,000 each um, you come along you might be the last person to buy they want to have that continuity of the value so other things they might offer to do is give you a rebate. So your contract price might be 300000 but they will actually give you a rebate of $10,000, which you have in writing prior to signing off that contract, and that's something that they can, they can do. So they're meeting that whole, they're keeping the value of the area, but it's a benefit to you. And that's something, again, that we always look to negotiate for our clients. You know, it's, you've got to ask the question. I mean, the answer could be no, but without asking, I can tell you it's going to be no. Exactly. And that's very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but that's what happens. Yeah, I know. What they say, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. You know, but I guess if you're, if you're somebody that might have bought a property six months ago and the market has taken a slight, you know, drop, it, all, it helps keep the integrity of the area and shows those prices because people will compare what other, um, what's already sold of recent, you know, like to make sure the comparable sales are right. So 
it's a good way for people, like, yeah, it's a good way for to honour those people who've also bought into an estate that might just have got a maybe not quite on the down low when they, when they made the purchase. Yeah. And the other thing is that, like, building costs are certainly not going to go down. No, no. No. So if anything, they're going to go up. So if you're able to get a good deal on the land, then that puts you really well in front of the, the herd because I, I feel very confident that once the, the uh, restrictions are lifted, that there's going to be a frenzy. Yeah, like yeah. Of activity because, you know, we've been holding off for so long. And the other thing is that interest rates are still really low. They are. Yeah. I know. I know. It's almost a, a perfect storm. And, and, I, and I'm with you on that. I do feel that there's going to be a surge. Yeah. And with that, the market moves north as well. So this is why if you're in a position, you, you've got a secure role, you're pre-approved, perhaps it's your self-managed super fund, Whilst that, just to, just to um, point out with self-managed super fund, you do need to build on a one contract only, which means you won't get the stamp duty savings, but you will enjoy those high yielding um, outcomes as well for having something like this in your, in your I guess, your portfolio. Um, yeah. 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 Right. So, um, yeah. Is there anything else we need to know about this type of property? Look, I think it's just a buyer beware in that the build cost is a little bit steeper because remember we've got two houses under one roof. So you've got two kitchens, two laundries. Often there's going to be three bathrooms, etc. That wall between the two sides is very thick and it's very acoustically sound and it's, you know, it's a, there's an extra fence that runs through the backyard so you can keep your backyard separate. So that does have a little bit of an incremental lift in the actual cost of the build. But what you've got is two two properties performing for you. So that's really what, what the outcome is. So don't let that scare you off. Uh, just be mindful that that may be something to, to assess when it comes down to value, value in a property. We've had it every now and then we might have a little bit of a, um, a pushback on a bank with evaluations. Mostly we hit the nail on the head absolutely perfectly. And what people, some people have done is they've just gone to a different different um, lender or if it's only been a short for, a small shortfall, they've just topped up their loan, which means obviously the holding costs are also... Sorry, their um, ongoing loan repayments have diminished a bit too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, um, that's really interesting To It's not something that I have a lot of experience with. So it's really interesting, to, yeah, to find out what, what the go is with them. So yeah. if, if anyone wants to contact you, oh, actually, we'll put your um, details in the show notes so people can contact you oh, or they can just contact Actually, no. Do you want to give me your contact details now? <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. Um, yeah, look, best to contact us. Our, our direct line, oh, sorry, our, our landline is one eight hundred thirteen zero nine zero eight. But you can come and visit us at www.advocateservices.com.au. And, you know, by all means, you know, let's, let's just have a conversation. Does it suit you? Is it the sort of stock you want? I, I can, I've got, um, you know, the floor plans all ready to go. I, I work with a very small amount of builders, so I know the calibre of their build is good. I know they deliver on time. I know that you're going to get a really happy product you're going to be really happy with. And, um, you know, sometimes we'll get a floor plan and you say, well, there's a bit of space there. Why don't we put a study look in that? You know, so we'll actually work with you. The, the plans have got to fit the land that you buy and we'll have a look at that. Make sure it's the functionality is going to add you the best value as well. So, you know, that's something as part of our service. And can I just add that 
um, the cost for working with us in terms of delivering on, on new builds is actually not, um, there is no cost to, to the client or the, yourself as a consumer. Our standard buyer's agent's fees are actually met by the builder as part of their marketing costs. Most builders will have a margin put in there to accommodate people like myself that introduce Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, introduce buyers. So. Awesome. Well, you're going to have your doors knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> and look, happy to have a conversation because maybe if now's not right, then maybe, maybe soon is the right time for you. But at least you're ready to rock and roll when, when, the, times come, when the time comes. Beautiful. Okay. Well, thanks so much for that, Joe. Thank you so much, Bernadette. Appreciate it. As always, I hope that this episode was helpful. If you enjoyed it, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review. I read them all and they absolutely make my day. Also, if you're not a member yet, you can come over to join the free She Renovates Facebook group where we have, we're having a lot of fun at present doing some quick and dirty room makeovers. See you there. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.